Welcome to Sales Secrets, new shows daily. Subscribe now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sales Secrets Today, part three. I'm with Andy Paul, sell without selling out author and also the host of the Sales Enablement Podcast. This guy took his LinkedIn following from zero to nearly 200,000 followers. I want to know how he did it. And I bet you want to know how he did it too, because we all know the greater the following, the more that people know about you, the more they can buy from you. If they don't know who you are and what you do, they can't buy from you. So Andy, thanks for joining us and sharing yeah, your secrets thanks for having me again. to LinkedIn. Well, you know, it's a lot like I talked about with the podcast. It's being consistent, right? Consistent and good content. And if you're consistently posting good content, that's how you build your following. Now there's lots of different types of content you can post and so on. But as a baseline, that's it. And increasingly these days, we know in the sales world that I think it was the Rain Group came out with their book a couple of years ago. They talked about 82 at that time, 82% of buyers looked at a seller's LinkedIn profile before speaking with them for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now that number is high enough. You have to assume it's 100%. Right. So 100% of buyers are going to look at who you are at LinkedIn before they talk with you. What do you want them to see? Right. What, what, what expectations are you creating in their minds about what the experience will be talking with you and how you can help them? And this is how sellers, you really have to think about this is that, yeah, we've heard a lot of talk about, you know, your personal brand and so on. But really, what you want to think about is that you have, a brand as a seller, and you're making a, a a promise to some degree to the buyer about what the expectation, what their expectation should be about dealing with you and what that experience is going to be like. And they're going to get that from you on LinkedIn. You know, if they go to your, your profile and you've got, you know, 150 followers or no followers, and you haven't posted anything in three months, why are you interesting to them? Because they have a choice about where they're going to spend their time and attention, right? Because everybody has a limited amount of time and attention to invest in anything and your buyers are the same. And they want to, you know, they could look at Brandon or they could look at somebody that's got no, no activity at all. Who are they going to talk to? Yeah. I want to talk to Brandon. And mm-hmm. this is increasingly the case. So you have to create what I call a sales brand, Right. What's what's the promise you're making to the buyer? What the experience is going to be with you? Is it somebody that's interested, who's curious, who who has a point of view about the business you're in, the types of customers you deal with, things that they can read about on your profile, or are you just a blank cipher? And the days are fast coming to an end where the blank ciphers have an ability to compete. Because I I, I like to ask the question to sellers when I'm presenting to groups to say, so tell me how much. How much you take your last deal you won? How much did you win by? Mm. What was what was your margin of victory? I'm talking about not talking about pricing. What was your margin of victory in the buyer's mind? How much better were you than the other guys? Well, you can't really quantify it, right? So you have to sort of assume that you only have to be one percent better than the other guy in order to win. And that one percent could be, hey, their first impression of you when they come to your profile. What are they seeing? That you know, click something in their mind that that says, "Oh yeah, this is going to be an interesting person to speak with." Wow! And so when you're you're thinking about, it sounds like figure out what your mission and and core values are, and and what you're trying to strive for on social. Maybe get a custom like LinkedIn cover photo for that. 
And then oh, is, is yeah. it a lot about like the editorial calendar and like figuring out what to say and how to say it? Like what's a post about every day on LinkedIn? Yeah. Like, like what is your process a- now? Like wait, what were your biggest pops? Right. Like just getting into the real shit. Right. Like because you're at 200,000. It's super hard to get there now. Like w- yeah. what years did you go from blank to blank that were the biggest pops? And what did you do? that created those pops in audience following? Uh, gosh, the podcast was a big, a big part of that getting started. So sort of, yeah, the first year or two of the podcast and podcasts were still a little bit newer at that point in the sales world. Um, so we had some advantage there, but there was that, I think uh, when we rebranded the podcast after the acquisition, that was another time when we were able to drive more audience serve the new name you know triggered triggered more people serve attention um yeah another big influx so i published my book latest book um that was another trigger for a big wave of people to to start following me so yeah it's you do have these these events but it's the consistency that's really the thing and so for us with let's take the podcast for instance we've tried and sometimes it depends on our resources available, but in general, we try is, is when we're posting about an episode is we try to make it a, a content piece, not just a promotional piece, right? So it's, there's an issue we talk about in the podcast itself. We try to make a, I said, a, an issue or a topic piece post around that, as opposed to saying, Hey, today, Andy's talking with Brandon. Instead, it's like, Hey, here's a topic. This is really important. You want to learn more, listen to this episode. And so we always try to lead with the the content, not the promotional piece. I love that. So instead and, of leading with like Brandon Bournette said, like, hey, we're talking about how to build a following of 200,000 people on LinkedIn. Right. Here's the context of that, what we cover. And then by the way, it's with Andy Paul and Brandon. Right. And then, the yeah. And then we put the link in the, the first comments. People got to remember, put links in the comments. Um, LinkedIn doesn't like when we put links in the posts. So yeah. So our process is, is that, yeah, I I write posts on Sunday, basically, and for the week ahead. And like we try for the to post the whole week ahead. Yeah. So wow. we tr- I love so that. Tr- How long does that take you? If you enjoy sales secrets and you'd like to help out the show, go to the Apple Podcast app, the purple icon, and give us five stars. And if you haven't yet, please, please go give that a shot. Now back to the show. Uh depends how long the posts are. So uh, yeah, we've, we're certainly orienting ourselves more to shorter posts these days, more concise. And yeah, LinkedIn rewards a certain style. You know, sort of the every paragraph is a single sentence, da 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 da, space between lines, so on, which people who are writers hate, but that's that's the way they they like it. So uh, yeah, take a couple hours on the weekend, two three hours. And I love you just said. I- the the way that writers absolutely hate. See, I love the spaced sentences on LinkedIn, but I'm like, my grammar people would destroy. Like my writers internally fucking hate it. I totally yeah yeah it. yeah yeah. Well, that's that's sort of the way it is. It's, but everybody's sort of adopting to it, or, uh, adapting to it. Um, so yeah, so we try to post a couple times a day if possible wow. on LinkedIn, that's and it is. But again, we're this is what I do. Right. So it's, it's part of the yeah, job is yeah. we're, we're building this brand and this, this thought leadership around a certain, like the book and so on. So awesome. you don't have to start off doing two a day or 
even one a day, if you're getting started, is just get on a schedule. And the, this is gets back to what you brought up earlier is, is what holds people back is the sort of imposter syndrome idea. They're afraid that somebody's going to have an opinion about something they write and they don't want to expose themselves. And that's why people don't do podcasts. And that's why people don't write, write books, books and so on. Yeah. Because you have to put yourself out there, right? You have to say, so I much stand about for what this. people think. Fuck right. that, guys. Everyone exactly. tuning in. Do not exactly. care about it. Like, right. You've got, and I, I hate interrupting. Yes, I'm so sorry. Andy, no, no, it's a good point. This is it's an important point. topic. Like the, the, the reason why Andy's been so successful is because he hasn't cared about what people thought enough to get started. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you just, it is scary when you get started. Of course it's scary. You just, you're trying something new, but after a while it's like, yeah, to your point. Yeah. If people don't agree, they don't agree. That's fine. My job is not to convince everybody that, you know, there's one true way to do things. Cause I don't believe there is one true way. I'm, I'm just trying to write for the people that find value in, in my approach. Right. So, so yeah, is, is just be consistent. So set yourself a goal is I want to do one a week. And then once you got that nailed, do two a week. And, and then how do you come up with, let, let's talk about just tactical real quick. Cause I know we're running out of time here. How do I come up with topics? I, yeah, let, let's I, talk about like, what do you write about? How do you come up with what you write about? You name it. So in my Evernote, I've under my, <laughs> my draft, uh, let's see, I've got a current list I'm working on of about 1100 topics. Holy that, shit. 1100. Well, they're just ideas. I get an idea. I write it in Evernote as a note. Oh and God. so I just, I keep that. So right now I literally, I just did the math. It's, it's 1100, um, ideas that are out there that I have to write about. Wow. So um, if you just sort of go through your day and say, oh, this would be an interesting thing to think, write about, write it down somewhere, right? Write it in Evernote. I use Evernote. I also use Rome research as a, you know, networked information tool. Ooh, what uh, is that? What'd you say? Rome to research? Rome research. Check it out. It's addictive once you get into it. It's it becomes it your comes up with like ideas or topics for writing. Uh that's a way to track all everything you think, basically. It's, wow. Okay. It's Rome research. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Keep There's going. Other, what other tools other do you boxes. leverage? Uh yeah, Evernote is a big one. That's where I track my notes. And that's where I write my my posts. And um yeah, so it's all in place. I yeah, if I have an idea, I'm on my phone. Hey, I download the app, or Evernote. I just create a quick note, and yeah, now I've got 1,100 topics. So I'm never, I don't have this blank page syndrome. 1,100 topics in Evernote. Oh my god, <laughs> I know. The world. So I guess just them. when any inspiration or idea comes to you, you throw it in Evernote, and that's going to be something that you will further develop, edit, at write, some point, augment at some point, yeah. and then that. Yeah. Sunday, do you just like wake up and pull up your Evernote and you see all this shit and you're like, okay, which 10 do I got to pick today or whatever for yeah, the week? Yeah, scroll, scroll on the list and whatever strikes my fancy. Yeah. Okay. And maybe it's a topic I've been talking about with people or, yeah, the most recent ones tend to be the ones that get the most attention uh, because the sort of top of mind. But yeah, yeah. I love that. And do you just stay focused on one theme like sales or is it broad themes? Uh, it's sales or sales adjacent. I mean, I don't write a lot about it. a lot of personal stuff. I do it from time to time, but you know, it's not why people are coming to LinkedIn to, to hear about my personal life, but, um, yeah, but my, my topics are less sort of how to tactical, how to, and more 
thought provoking, more of the human side of things, right? So how do you how do you start relationships, build relationships, maintain relationships, and so on? I love it. Well, everyone, you heard the secrets from the 200,000 uh, 200, follower man, Andy Paul for LinkedIn. You heard the two to three million uh, listeners secrets from his podcast, and you've heard how to sell without selling out. Andy Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Where can the audience follow you and connect with you for more? LinkedIn, right? Big surprise there. LinkedIn. Uh, I'm regular preface and real Andy Paul, uh, LinkedIn. And yeah, please follow me there. Uh, reach out, message me if you have any questions or just like to chat. Uh, you can find me at andypaul.com as well. Awesome. Andy, thank you so much. We are hiring here at Seamless.ai. That is right. We have over 850 positions open right now. Hundreds of SDRs, hundreds of AEs, 50 engineers across every department in the company. We're hiring nearly 850 positions this year. So if you want to work for Seamless.ai, help the world connect opportunity, apply at Seamless.ai forward slash careers. Seamless.ai forward slash careers. Seamless.ai forward slash careers. Thanks for joining Sales Secrets. New shows daily. Subscribe now.